It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Subscribe to AstroCast. Joined by Justin Verlander, Lance McCullough, Michael Brantley. Tons of interviews. Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa. Follow your favorite team. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Maid. For the H. <laughs> AstroCast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros open up a 10-game homestand with the first of three against the Toronto Blue Jays. Astros coming off a six-game road trip on which they went 3-3 three and three after winning their last game in New York, 7-4 over the Yankees yesterday. Jordan Alvarez, two homers as part of a 3-4 day, and Jose Altuve, the go-ahead three-run homer, late in that ball game as the Astros ended a three-game skid. They're taking on a Blue Jays team that just split a four-game series in Oakland, including a 10-4 win over the A's yesterday. Blue Jays have won two in a row and five of their last seven. Astros come in with a record of 16-15. and 15. That puts them third in the AL West, two games behind Oakland, while the Blue Jays are 16-14. and 14. That's good for third in the American League East, two games behind Boston. Let's take a look at the pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by the official health care provider of the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. Jose Urquidy on the mound for the Astros today. He pitched very well in St. Petersburg against the Rays over the weekend with seven scoreless innings. You know, already impressed with, with Jose Urquidy, especially with his postseason resume, but how does a pitcher take the next step? And I think it has a lot to do with momentum. And now he's won back-to-back games for the first time in his career. So maybe he can get a little bit of momentum and carry what he did last game. Last game was great, seven shutout innings uh, into the next one. He didn't throw many fastballs, and that might be uh, another thing he does against Toronto, who hits the fastball very well. So he may throw a lot of curves, sliders, and that changeup. Urquidy's changeup is about as good as it gets. Ross Stripling on the mound for the Toronto Blue Jays. His second start back after missing some time with a forearm injury missed a couple of weeks and he's trying to return to form yeah he hasn't been able to get much momentum going at all Uh, he came over from the Dodgers still hasn't won a game yet Uh, they don't like to overexpose him his stuff isn't good enough to go through a lineup more than two times so expect him to go five innings Ross Stripling uh, doesn't throw a lot of uh, fastballs uh, throws more curveballs than sliders these days We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. The Astros Foundation is the official nonprofit team charity of the Houston Astros. We seek to harness the passion of our fans throughout our great city and beyond to support youth sports and education programs, the recognition and honor of our nation's military, childhood cancer, and domestic violence awareness, and efforts to reduce homelessness. Our initiatives include the Community Leaders Program, Astros MLB Youth Academy, and reviving baseball in inner cities through our Astros RBI program. Visit astros.com foundation to learn more. The Astros Foundation a true MVP of the Houston Astros. Welcome back. Time for the keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Racing today for a great deal on a Honda at your greater Houston Honda dealer. Well, you look at this Blue Jays lineup, no George Springer on the injured list, but some pretty good young hitters, you know, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero. But, you know, when I look at this lineup, it seems like, and talking with some folks with the Blue Jays, at times it can be a little top-heavy, and they're trying to lengthen that that Blue Jays lineup, but there certainly is a lot of talent there. And it starts with approach, and when you're talking about young players, can they start to develop these approaches where they start to shorten up with two strikes and extend at-bats and things like that? And in the 
last year, maybe last two years, they haven't been able to do that. But now you're starting to see uh, the players like even Randall Gritchick, who's been in the league for quite a while, have a better two-strike approach, which makes their lineup a little more lengthy. Coming up next, it's the Manager's Show presented by Waste Management with Dusty Baker, but now this from your local station. AstroCast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up, see you later! Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to AstroCast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. McCormick's going the 3-2, and Altuve drives this one deep to left field. It sends back Frazier at the wall, looking up. See you later! Jose Altuve with a go-ahead three-run homer. Astros lead it 5-3. I think the Yankees have seen this before. Altuve breaking their hearts. That's a ground ball hit hard. Diving to his left, Bregman. He has it to second for one. On the first, in time, double play. 5-4-3, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros end their three-game losing streak, defeating the New York Yankees 7-4. Nice win for the Astros yesterday, Dusty, to take the finale of that series in New York. And, and how about Jose Altuve? You know, he'd been scuffling a little bit. Obviously, he'd gotten a lot of attention from the Yankees fans throughout the series. And for him to come up with the, the big home run that gave you the lead for good on his birthday to boot had to, had to feel real good for him and for the team. Yeah, I mean, it felt good for all of us. I mean, because we were pulling for Jose so you know, so hard in the dugout. I mean, you know, just, just to quiet him down because, you know, he was a brunt of, of all the booze and the cursing and stuff. And it wasn't, you know, you know, he didn't deserve that. And uh, he's probably the least guy that deserves it, but you can't control the fans uh, or what they say. But I, I just urge Jose not to do, you know, too much. Cause sometimes you, you try to do too much and, you know, people, um, you know, like you want to show everybody. But I was so glad that, that uh, yeah, he hit the home run, not only for him, but for us. You know, we needed that game very badly yesterday. And, uh, you know, that was probably the biggest getaway victory that we've had. You hear me talking more and more about getaway victories. You know, they, they uh, increase the chances of a, of a sweep. It's usually the rubber match game. And in that, in that situation, unfortunately, you know, prevented a sweep. And so, you know, that was big, you know, because we were, like I said, before we left, we were going to the Lions Den. You know, Tampa's been tough on us there. New York's always tough at home. So, uh, you know, uh, 500 doesn't sound like much, but, I mean, it was uh, – it sure is a lot better than 2-4, and four, uh, especially when you start off 2-0 and oh on the road trip and try to uh, break that four-game losing streak that we had going. Lance McCullers Jr. started the ball game and got off to a rocky start, had the three walks, and and still was able to give you six innings. Is is that you know people talk about you know a good pitcher and and what a good pitcher looks like? Isn't that a testament to a, a quality pitcher when he's able to bounce back after a rocky start like that and still get relatively deep into the game? Well, certainly because like the, the way things were going, I mean they could have run all three or four runs on us, and then you get those runs, <clears throat> you know, to 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 Cole. I mean, it's, it's almost say goodnight. And, uh, uh, you know, that was huge. I mean, that kept us in the game. I mean, you wish that Lance Winter got in that situation because it seems like he has, you know, you know, one bad inning that prevents him from going seven or eight. So if we can cut that bad inning out of there and, uh, uh, you know, have a normal inning, then uh, Lance, he has the stuff to go seven, eight almost every time out. 
or even a complete game if it's a low, uh, you know, pitch count. So uh, you know, that was huge, him getting out of that, out of that trouble, keeping us in the ball game. Uh, you know, when he left, it was, uh, you know, three to nothing. And then Alvarez chipped away and, and with one homer, and then he chipped away at another homer. And then I'm like telling the guys, hey, man, this is our game. You know, this is our game that, um, you know, I mean, some of it was wishful thinking, but, uh, you know, I truly believe that, you know, like we were going to win that ball game. And uh, so then when Jose hit that homer, uh, you know, that was huge. But then, uh, you know, they were threatening back. It was a one-run ball game, uh, you know, with uh, the top of their lineup coming up again. And uh, especially a contact guy, <clears throat> uh, you know, batting ninth. And then they're rolling around to the guys that were hurting us. And so, uh, you know, the homer that Maldi hit was uh, godsend. And that is hammered. Deep down the left field line. Ball is sucking. If it's fair, it's gone. And that is a fair ball. A two-run home run for Martin Maldonado. And the Astros' lead grows. It's 7-4. to four. Well, he saved his first one for a very important one. Two runs in the ninth inning for the Astros. Feels like seven runs. And everybody out of the dugout to greet Maldonado. They couldn't be happier for Martin. That capped off a three-hit day for him. He had really been struggling offensively uh, coming into that that ball game, but beat so much of this team, uh, even when he's not swinging the bat. But obviously, to, to have that component hopefully start to take off here for Maldonado would, would be significant for this ball club. Oh, yeah, it'd be huge. And I think that might have been Maldi's first RBIs, you know, of the year um, also. And so, you know, everybody, you know, wants to contribute to the team. I know his job is to catch, but everybody wants to hit. You know, and so, and, and it was killing him. And uh, uh, Centron was spending countless hours down in the cage and they're trying to, you know, figure it out. And and I told him before the game, I said, there's more hits on the handle than there are on the, on the end of the bat. And, uh, you know, he got two bloopers and that sometimes gets you going. I mean, uh, you know, that means that you're waiting when you're getting jammed because if you're not, if you're not getting jammed sometime, you know, you're not waiting on the ball. And I don't know if he's a fisherman or not, but I told him, hey, man, if you're not getting hung up sometime as a fisherman, you're not where the fish are. And, uh, you know, if you're not losing some lures or something sometime, you know, while you're fishing. So, uh, boy, I'd I sure like to see him get going because I know, you know, how I was killing him, uh, you know, not to contribute to the team offensively. Astros taking on the Blue Jays to start this homestand this weekend and George Springer back in town. He's on the injured list. Uh, so not going to play in this series. And I know you were only around George for, for one year and a short year at that, but in your time with the Astros and, and with Springer, how much of an impact did Springer have while, while you were around him? And what, what do you think he means meant to this? Well, ball club? I mean, I talked to him a few times and, you know, his whole purpose of, of playing was playing for his teammates. And this is what you want to hear. And, you know, he said, I love these guys. And, uh, uh, when everybody was talking about, are they going to sign George or is he going to be a free agent? And George said, Hey man, I, he told me that, Hey, you know, I came up with these guys, you know I mean? And, and, and these guys are, are his family. And sometimes one of your family members leaves or one of your family members move on, but he's still part of the family and he will be forever part of this family because, you know, when they're going to have old timers day, uh, uh, 2017 team and the 2018, 19 team or whoever's there, you know, certainly uh, um, uh, everybody's going to be happy to see George as they'll probably be happy to see George today. 
Dusty Baker, thanks for joining us. Good luck tonight. All right, Robert. Thank you. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Subscribe to Astrocast. Joined by Justin Verlander. Lance McCullough. Michael Brantley. Tons of interviews. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa. Follow your favorite team. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Maid. For the H. <laughs> Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Hey, Justin. Where are you at on your rehab? What are you able to do, throw, and what are your target goals as far as getting back on the mound and getting back in the games? Um... Uh, let's see. I'm, uh, I don't know time-wise where I'm at. I'm, um, throwing at 90 feet right now. Um, uh, feeling great. Um, let's see, uh, timeline, you know, impossible. I, you know, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm literally just taking it. Uh, I know it sounds cliche, but, um, you know, one day at a time. And I mean, I've been, <laughs> yeah um i uh, the timeline is impossible i have to listen to my doctors i have to listen to my body but the hard thing about this is it's one of those surgeries that they told me um you can't over push it which is against my nature right i i always try to like uh you know anytime i've been injured in the past it's uh it's like okay what can i do to get back as quick as possible um this time is like hey the you know you need to, you need to make sure you follow the protocols and, and, um, and not try to get too far ahead of yourself because you can really ruin the whole surgery and then we're looking at, you know, the end of a career. So, uh, first and foremost, I want to make sure I hit every check mark, every step of the way and, and not uh, try to look too far ahead. I'm on, ba- I'm on baby duty if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I guess kind of dovetails into my question. Like you're, you're so used to being around baseball 24 seven this time of year, just how, how different has this been? You know, obviously last year was different for everyone with, with COVID, but like this year, just being away from the game, what, what's this been like? Um, it's been uh, interesting. It's been, um, you know, a lot of it's really difficult. A lot of it's really great. You know, the, uh, like you said, it dovetails right. I mean, the family time has been uh, really special. My daughter turns two and a half today. Um, you know, this is time that I'll never be able to get back. And so, you know, I, I've been pretty fortunate in my career and, and, and you know, I think uh, I'm at a place in my life where, uh, you know, I, I look at, at everything and try to look at the positive of everything. Yeah. I mean, does this injury hurt? Yes. Does it mean I can't be on the field from, with my teammates, you know, for myself? Uh, yes. Um, you know, but all, I can't control that. That's out of my control. All I can do now is try to rehab as, as well as possible. And, um, you know, my routine is, is, is pretty, is pretty good. Um, every morning I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym and in the, and in the PT room. Um, and then, uh, the afternoons I have with my family. So, uh, you know, I think there's a silver lining in everything. And at my daughter's age, this is just invaluable time with her and, and, uh, my family. And so, you know, uh, there's also the, as far as like the injury goes, um, th- there's also a silver lining in that, you know, I, I look back, um, my first surgery on my core, uh, although it wasn't, um, as big of a deal because I didn't miss a full season. Um, it, that was a really tough time for me. And, and, um, I actually now look back at that time very fondly because I learned so much about my body and, and, um, and how to take care of myself and prepare myself. Um, I actually had a full circle moment recently. I was talking to um, the PT I've worked with a lot in New York. Um, and, and she said, um, 
I remember when you came in the first time and, and just basically begged me to get you through your contract. I was so worried that I wouldn't even be able to pitch through my contract. All I wanted to be able to do was finish that out with dignity. Um, and that just kind of like really put things in perspective for me about where I've come since that time. Um, because now I, I, I have quite the opposite mindset. You know, my mindset is, uh, to continue to take care of my body the way I've learned how and, and how far that takes me. I don't know, but I know I'm nowhere close to the finish line yet. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that um, whenever that time comes that, that my, that my body and, 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 uh, and mind say that it's time to go, um, that I look back at this rehab the same way I did that, where it's like, okay, um, yeah, did it happen? Yes. Did it suck at the time? Yes. But what did you learn? How did you come out of it? Did it prepare you for the long haul? You know, and it's, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that go into that mentality, mindset, body, um, you know, I'm kind of trying to hit the reset button on all of it right now. You know, I've got this uh, great opportunity. Um, and you know, it's funny to say you look at an injury, like an opportunity, but I mean, there's really never been a time in my life where I haven't had that grind of, okay, I'm pitching every five days. Then I go into the off season and I got to prepare to get ready to pitch again every five days for the next season. Um, right now I've got this window of time that I've never had. So I'm looking to try to, um, you know, just kind of reset everything um, mind, body, uh, get, get as healthy as I possibly can, not just my arm, but everything. And then that way, uh, you know, whenever the time comes to, to get back on the mound and, and competition, I can hit the ground running and, and, and go as long as it takes me. Okay. Chandler Roman and Mark Berman. Hey, Justin. Um, there are not many, uh, pitchers at, your state, at the stage that you're at in your career, at your age that have had this surgery. Um, have you reached out to any, I know it's a small group, but how have you reached out to anyone that has done this before and that has undergone this rehab at this stage in their career to pick their brain, get tips? Uh, I'm not sure. No, no. Um, I wish I, I wish I could answer that better. I mean, I've talked to people about the process, but, um, I, I mean, I think age is just a number. I think I still recover just as well as I ever have, um, you know, in the, my rehab to this point, knock on wood, um, is indicative of that. I mean, I'm, um, I'm hitting all the check marks that you're supposed to hit. You know, they give the same protocols to me that they're given to the 22 year olds, you know? So, um, I, I feel like my, my body is still in great shape. My ability to recover is still there. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if that lasts forever. I don't know. I know I'm raging against the dying of the light. I'll tell you that, but, um, you know, I'm doing everything I possibly can to keep it that way. Um, so I, I, I know there's not a lot of uh, data points for me to check in on, um, with, with guys that have had in the past that are my age, but I also don't think that there's a lot of people that have, you know, been where I'm at in my age. So, um, like I said, it's just, uh, it's my own personal process and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Okay, hey, Mark Justin, Brown, Matt Newsom. Hey, Justin, how you doing? Great, um, thanks. Um, two questions. One, uh, how hopeful are you, or how much interest, however you want to put it, in returning to the Astros uh, when when you when this is over with, and and do you and part two, do you feel like with technology and the way you way you work out and everything, do you feel like you can come back as an even better pitcher? Um. Uh, I mean, so first off the Astros question, um, I mean, the, the organization has been incredible to me, um, you know, and, and uh, since I've been there and, you know, this process the last couple of years on, you know, Jim and the organization, it, you know, extended their faith in me to, to keep me going. And I only was able to pitch one game so far for that 
uh, contract, which, you know, that, that gnaws at me. And, and, and you know, I, I think I can, lay my, I can lay my head uh, restfully on a pillow at night because I know I, I, I do everything I possibly can to, to be the best pitcher I can. And, and this was an unfortunate injury that, you know, nobody could have seen coming. Um, but, you know, I still do like to earn my keep. Um, you know, so uh, that being said, um, there's really been no conversations about anything moving forward. I don't know why there would be at this point. I mean, I, I think uh, anybody would, uh, you know, like to see how my rehab continues to go further down the line. Um, you know, I, I think I would have to prove that I'm that I'm healthy before uh, that was even a even a topic of conversation. Um, you know, as uh, as was so kindly mentioned, um, not a lot of people have had this surgery at my age, so. Uh, you know, that doesn't bother me. It's just another, uh, there's been a lot of things that I've, you know, a lot of hurdles that I've jumped over that weren't jumped over by too many. And, and this is just another one of those that I'm viewing as, uh, you know, something to, to keep charging forward on. So anyway, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then, um, you know, what, what was the second part of the question again, Chris? Sorry. Do you feel like given the technology, the way the surgery is done uh, now and your work yeah. ethic coming back as a better pitcher than you, than you were before? Um, I will say that, uh, like I, like I talked about, I mean, I think technology can help, but I think it's more body than anything. I, I think, um, like I said, when I viewed this rehab as an opportunity, um, to, to, to reset not only my mind, but my body, I, I mean that, I mean, I think a lot of people say that, but I've actually really, uh, taken a, a diligent process to kind of unwinding some of the, um, um, compensations, uh, over time that my body has created, you know, um, and, and, and some like, you know, just bad positions that I was in. And, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a bit of a, a, a process, um, to be honest, but it's all worth it. I mean, I, I feel fantastic. I, I mean, I, I've got ranges of motion that, you know, I haven't had in a while, but in a good way, you know, um, and so, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, um, you know, I, nothing's off the table. I, I, I hope that I am. I mean, I hope all this work is, uh, is, is for something. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be to be better. I mean, I, the last season I was healthy, I won the Cy Young. So, you know, if I can, anything on top of that is gravy, but, um, I, I definitely think I can get back to the, to the picture that I was at the, at the least. I, I, I feel like, um, you know, I feel like there were some, uh, compensations already creeping in my mechanics that we had discussed before, you know, and, and some of the reasons that I, I needed to, 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 to adjust my mechanics. I, I think some of those compensations were coming because of, you know, your body knows before, before anything breaks that something's wrong. And, and, um, you know, I think my ligament had been, uh, had a little wear and tear, um, creeping in there. So, you know, who knows to the answer to your question, I, I, I can't say yes. I can't say no. I, I think technology can only help. Um, in some facets, but you know, my body and, and myself uh, is, is what's going to have to really do that. Okay. Matt Musil and Greg Bailey. Go ahead, Matt. Justin, uh, there is no set timetable, but do you hold out hope for later in this season that you can pitch and do you get even more eager to get back in there as you see your teammates doing what they're doing? They get a big win last night uh, or yesterday afternoon against the Yankees. Does that, make you more eager to get back here uh yeah i mean obviously it does um you know but i i have to like uh i have to kind of pull the reins a little bit i 
it, it makes me very excited. I've, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to a fair amount of the, my teammates, um, uh, you know, fairly often just to check in and see how things are going. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, if I let myself look too far in the future, I, 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 I get too, I get too excited, anxious. I, you know, I, do I want to pitch? Absolutely. You know, but, um, there's a lot of, a lot of room to go. There's a, there's a lot of things that need to go perfect from now till then for that to even be a discussion. And, um, you know, even, even at that time, if that time comes, I'm going to have to talk with uh, my surgeon, um, all, all of our staff. I mean, there, there's going to have to a lot, be a lot of people. I, and, and, you know, to be honest, I know the answer. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're stressing, even if everything goes perfect and, uh, and I have that opportunity and I feel good enough to do it. Um, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is that uh, there's still a, a greater risk for re-injuring it at that point in time. So there's going to be a whole lot of stuff to weigh. Um, I, you know, I, I hope, I really hope that my teammates put me in a position to, to make that position, that decision. You know, I, I hope these guys continue to play great baseball and, and win big ball games and, and, and go out there and uh, play deep into October. And, you know, that, that would be very difficult, uh, for me to, 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 to not join them, you know, but like I said, this is, that's a long ways away. And there's a lot of people that, um, would have to help in that decision-making. I will say that I don't think the timeline would even allow to be a starter, by the way. Um, it's, I think it's impossible. Okay, Greg Bailey, then Adam Spillane. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Justin, just to follow up maybe on some of the family time, um, you, you've had pretty reflective posts on social media when you've done it. Do you leave this experience with a changed outlook on, on life off the field and perhaps baseball as well, or is it simply reaffirmed what you've always believed? Uh, do you have kids? Sorry. I don't, I don't know. I, I've got grandkids, uh, your children's age. Great. Great. So you, I think, you know, the answer to that question. I, I, uh, I mean, my, my life has been uh, flipped, turned upside down, you know, to, to quote the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But um, I mean, this, this little girl that's sitting right behind the camera right now is, uh, is just everything. And yeah, my perspective on a lot of things has changed completely. Um, you know, it's such a special, a special thing, a special bond, um, father and daughter. I mean, this time, like I said, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't, I, like, it's such a silver lining. It's so special, and and I love the game of baseball. I still have so much passion for it, and I don't. I'm I'm riding. I'm I'm still playing till the wheels fall off. Um, but this time that I'll never get back is uh, has completely yeah changed my perspective of things. Okay, Adam, and then uh, then Christy Reekin. Go ahead, Adam. Justin, uh, have you dealt with any just minor setbacks and, and just kind of any general soreness throughout this process? And, and just mentally, how have you, how have you handled that toll? How have I handled what toll? You, 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 <laughs> no, is the answer. I, I haven't. I, I, I mean, I'm knocking on wood again, but um, I mean, I, I, I've checked every box so far and there haven't been any, uh, any issues. Okay, Christy, and then Brandon Scott. Got just time for a couple more guys, okay? Hey, Justin, um, since you haven't been through this before, was there anything about this process so far that surprised you or maybe you didn't expect or just kind of anything that took you off, uh, caught you off guard or anything like that? 
Um, the, the first thing that caught me off guard was how sore my leg was for a while. Um, when, where they, they took my graft out of my uh, gracilis muscle, which out of my left, uh, uh, it's the hamstring, but it, it, it wraps around towards the front of your knee. Um, that was pretty bothersome. Um, that, that bugged me for a while and I really didn't see that coming. Um, even though people tried to explain it to me, they actually said the worst part of this surgery is going to be, uh, your leg, um, which ended up being, uh, I, I would say fairly true. It, it that was uh, pretty cumbersome. Um, other than that, I mean, I think, um, I mean, I, I'm somebody that likes to gather so much information before I go through something. Nothing really surprised me, um, body wise or arm wise. I, I mean, I, I think, uh, if something were to go differently, you know, like I said, that things have gone so well that, um, if you could script it to this point, I, I feel like this is how it should go. So there's not a lot that, that would have caught me off guard. And, and I'm, this is the third time I'm knocking on wood. I, you know, I, I want to be very careful because I, I know that these things can be tricky and finicky. And, and that's part of the reason why I can't get too excited and look too far forward. Cause you have to follow the timeline. If I jump too far or, or try to go too hard or too fast, um, you know, you can have a big setback and, and potentially even um, hurt the graph. So that's always kind of in the back of my mind. Um, and, you know, to answer your question, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe the mentality um, I was able to adapt to better than I thought I would um, because I've always kind of been somebody that just naturally has so much drive and, and push to, to get myself back. And okay, if you're going to give me a timeline, I'm going to beat it. Um, but I, I feel like I've uh, been able to um, understand the repercussions of that mindset in this, in this particular scenario and, and, and be somewhat, um, at ease with, with the, uh, with just following the protocol. Okay. We got time for one more. Go ahead, Brandon Scott. Hey, Justin, whatever adjustments that you're having to make physically, how is that impacting your mechanics and your stuff? Do you anticipate that you'll still throw this over mixed pitches the same way you did before, or, or is it possible that you could rely on another pitch differently? Like, like, how do you view that? Give us a second, guys. Having some technical difficulties. I broke Justin. Uh, I mean, I. Justin, we're having trouble hearing you. You froze up. Your, your video and your audio is frozen up. Hello. Let me see if I. Let me see if I can move this thing. Okay. Sorry. That's better now. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. All right. Were you able to hear all of what I said, Justin? Or do you need? Yeah, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard me, but Vivi, come on. I had to change locations. <laughs> here, you come sit right here. There you go. Okay. Um, uh, I was saying I don't. I, we're good now, right? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. No, I was saying, I don't even, I, that's a loaded question. Um, uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the one thing that really benefits me is it, it did, will things maybe change? Maybe I, I feel like my mechanics uh, feel very similar to actually what I was looking for coming back. 
um, before I got hurt. Um, uh, and I think that I've been somebody who, if you look at my mechanics historically, I was a low three quarter slotted guy when I was younger with a great changeup and a, in a kind of a slurvy curveball. And if you go all the way to 2019, I was very over the top, um, with a short slider and a kind of a more of a 12, six curveball and, uh, uh, a changeup I used 1% of the time. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I, I think anywhere in between those two ranges, I, I, I know how to pitch um, with that. And my stuff has shown to be great. I think the one thing that I'm really, uh, pleased with is the way I'm spinning my fastball right now. I mean, it's the only pitch I'm throwing. I, we're not throwing off speed pitches yet, but the, the spin is true and good and, and exactly what I would be looking for, even if I weren't coming off of an injury. So, that was something that I was a bit concerned about going into the surgery is, you know, will this change the way that I throw my fastball? Um, my fastball has, you know, been a great pitch for me my whole career. And, and, you know, so far uh, it seems to not have affected that. So, I mean, I think this is what's so great about having uh, the wealth of information I have in my head, just from pitching for so long. If, if something's a little different, I know how to adjust. I know how to change. I know how to, uh, I know how to throw a change up. It's, 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 I haven't used it much in a while, but um you know, that that's in there too. So um, there's a lot of things that I think uh, are, are going to change a little bit. Like I said, if I, I'm working hard on, on adjusting my body and getting my body back to um, unwinding some of the compensations and getting my body back to where it was, um, you know, before I got injured and, and possibly way before that, before some other compensations creeped in. So yeah, my mechanics might change. If you add more mobility in some places, you're probably going to have to, it'll probably have to affect your mechanics in some way, shape or form. So, um, but I think these are all positive things. And um, I, I think my mechanics that I had the last time you guys really saw me, um, you know, in 2019 uh, was probably not my, my natural mechanics. I, I would say it's kind of like rigid and, and not very uh, fluid. And, and, you know, I think that would just be some compensations that I was making for 3000 innings and, and my elbow just uh, not really wanting to, to do it much longer. Um, we didn't know that at the time, but um, you know, I think uh, this injury kind of uh, made sense for, for a lot of stuff that I had been dealing with. All right, folks, we do have to wrap up now. I apologize. Justin, thank you very much for your time. Okay. All right. Uh, good, good talking to everybody. I uh, hope everybody's doing well and, and safe and everybody's family as well. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLP and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast on the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way.